You are listening to the Techie Leadership Show with Bogdan and Andrei. Hello and welcome to the Techie Leadership Show. Today with me I have Brian Martinovic. He is VSI's Director of Customer Services. He is responsible for ensuring operational excellence in supporting and implementing VSI solutions within customer environments. Having worked in IT consulting for the last 16 years, he loves to share field engineering expertise and customer services management expertise with others. In his free time, you will find him blogging or producing vlogs for LinkedIn. And also he is writing and he has written content that is syndicated on Citrixology. Hi, That's Brian. Right. Hi, Andre. How Thanks for having you? me. I'm great. See, it's a pleasure having you on the show. Um, and I cannot wait to find out uh, some stories from you. I'm really Quite excited about here. that. Me too. <laughs> okay. Do you want to add anything else about yourself? No, not necessarily. I think you gave a good uh, primer on it. Happy to, looking forward to really sharing some stories here with the audience. Hopefully they're interested. Okay, let's get to it. So what would be the biggest leadership success story you've witnessed personally? So I really kind of been like racking my brain about this uh, for the last couple of days. Because um, uh-huh. it's very interesting. It's a very interesting question. Um, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be transparent here. My experience in a leadership position is, is relatively new and limited, but I fortunately have and unfortunately had the experience of, of witnessing both a successful and a unsuccessful leadership situation. So as far as uh, largest um, leadership success stories that, that I personally witnessed, I would say working at Login BSI. Um, and the reason why I'd say okay. that is because it's so very fresh in my mind that I can describe it um, with, with quite vivid details. Please do, please do. Yeah, so I mean, I started with the company four years ago and I came in as a support engineer. They told me that they were building out an operations on the West Coast and that they needed additional um, hands-on. I had experience in the consultancy industry at the time and so I kind of recognized the market value of the product and decided to, to join a relatively unknown company in the United States, uh, leave my position where I was lined up uh, as a director role there, and step back into an engineering uh, position. So that actually will lead into my next story about the, the, okay, the okay. Fail, <laughs> failures that, I, that I've let's seen. Let's keep it. Let's keep it a little. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm not going to name any names necessarily here, uh, but, but I will give you some of the, the details of that. And anyway... So they're building out the operation, the sales team uh, scales, the company gets up to around 90 employees and come to find out uh, there was um, some, some leadership issues uh, in the United States. And unfortunately, you know, there, there are staff turnover um, things that happen in these types yes. of situations, right? Sometimes people kind of bite off larger than they can chew and you're hiring so fast that you're not necessarily grabbing the best candidates. And so we kind of had a misstep. Um, and, and that misstep actually became quite the opportunity for us because um, we were fortunate enough to be in conversations with a, a guy named Richard Scannell, who is our current okay. general manager of operations here within Login VSI. And his pedigree, just to kind of explain his background, is he's pretty well known in the software industry. He's been kind of beating around in the Boston area 
for quite okay. some time. He's got a great story. You might want to interview him. Uh, oh, but, I would uh, love to do it. In any event, um, so he ran a company called Glasshouse, and they were a pretty significant um, company. They had venture capital investment, all of that, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of revenue. And so he also was kind of poking around at Login VSI and, and saw it as an opportunity. So he came on, on board, and that was about three years ago. And so past that point in time, I've gotten the opportunity to move and uproot my life from Baltimore to Boston, which has been a new experience for me. Okay. And also just literally physically sit in an office next door to him and kind of soak up all of the details that I can, um, which has really been an accelerator in my career. So I think a lot of the lessons that I'm learning as our company continues to grow, um, I'm going to be able to take forward with me into uh, to future opportunities. So that's my my leadership success story. I'm happy to give you any of the nitty gritty details. I know we are kind of time capped here, but if that's interesting yeah. to you. Yeah, it sure is. So how is it working like with a really good leader and that's helping you progress and learn so much? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you have someone with experience that can point out things to you because of that experience that you might not be able to kind of step outside of yourself with, right? They're like, oh, you're having an emotional response to that. And in the moment, you're just like, I'm angry. And then they kind of help you like step back from that and develop like techniques and strategies or, you know, you get anxiety because you're, you're in new situations. And when you're there with someone that has experience, they can be like, look, it's going to be okay. Like our business is at a point where we could run this on the back of a napkin. Like Richard has literally said that to me. And it's crazy to think about because of the, the size and scale of login VSI. But at that point in time when he came in, he was absolutely right. And I'm stressed out about how we're gonna make it, um, make it happen. And that kind of calm, it, it kind of sets the pace for the, the entirety of the company, right? Yeah, that sounds really, really good. Like having a, a, a superior or a leader that has a calming effect and actually points out to you like you're, you're reacting emotionally to this situation. Uh, take a step backwards and, be, and come back being more professional. And this is business. It's not, uh, let's say, some, something more dramatic like uh, family exactly. life. Exactly. So then, then the last thing that I'll say about it too is like a good leader gives the people under them the freedom to be successful, right? And gives them the tools, right? So I hope that I can yes. also that on to my team you know and it's great to hear that uh, Richard helped you like grow and become more successful in your role and yeah quite grateful for it amazing amazing and you teased us a little with uh, a tidbit about the biggest leadership fail story so this isn't my first rodeo Andre Yeah, so if you want to dive right into it, um, so it's actually the reason why I ended up in Login VSI in the first in the first place. So I work for a small consultancy company in Baltimore, uh, seven of us doing about two million dollars worth of business. So for seven people, cool. that's not it's new, yeah, not too cool. I mean, you know, services businesses run thin margins, but we were growing nonetheless, and so. The owner of the business was quite difficult. I mean, you could talk to any of the employees about it. And, and typically, you know, they have that adage, like employees don't leave businesses, they leave bosses, right? Yes. Um, but the way that I looked at it was this is a challenge, right? This guy is hard, like he's difficult. Mm-hmm. I can 
I can do this. This is fine. This isn't a problem. And so like during that period of time, I really kind of honed my skill set, right? Like just became surgical with my like troubleshooting ability, documentation, like risk mitigation, project management. And I really like kind of came up to his like secondhand man role, right? But there were just some yeah. things like he was incapable of kind of letting go of, of control of absolutely every single aspect of the business. And as a result, you kind of stop growing, right? You hit a, hit a, hit yes. a there. So I was looking at leaving. He, he had said to me in confidence, look, you know, there's an NDA in place. I can't tell you, but there's some things that are happening in the background that are really going to be compelling and you're going to be involved in that. Right. So me being the, the yes. person that I'm all excited, like, let's, let's go, let's take this to the next level. So come to find out, I actually had a job opportunity um, with a company called Expedient, which is a mid-market data center provider. They're really doing some yes. impressive stuff too, if you've ever heard of them before. They're all the major trade shows. But anyway, I was going to go take a step and become a project manager there, which was going to be a huge leap in my career. I said, no, I literally had a written offer in my hand. I said, no, I said, I'm going to oh. go back work for this company again. And so I told him, I, I ripped up the offer letter. Let's go. Tell me what's going on. And he said, we're getting ready to, to merge with a larger business, right? He said, this is about a $10 million business, bigger opportunities, bigger processes, bigger office, more perks, more exciting things, you know, more, more influence. You're part of this vision, right? Yes. So on to the failure part of things, right? The failure part of things is fast forward about a year later and all seven of us have gone, right? Now ask me some questions about that. Why? Why did all of you went away? I mean, there are a variety of different reasons, right? Like people's voices become marginalized. Like they're lied to, they're misled. Like the, the customers, look, like everyone's in business to make some money, right? But there's a difference yes. between money and taking advantage of people right so they were taking advantage of customers it became quite clear that this was not a merger this was a purchase of the the assets the customer base of this company and this company by the way is well known for doing this and I'm not oh gonna name God. any names because I don't want to throw any dirt but if you look at their glass house uh, or glass door reviews it will be quite quite clear and apparent that I am not the, the lone voice and and, you know, there's a variety of reasons, but all seven people who helped grow this business, which led to yes. the owner selling the business and making lots of money, ended up going to other places. And all of them are uh, successful in their own element. So, you know, what precipitates where you, you kind of put those blinders on and lead, lead into that scenario? But I would say that that was yeah. the biggest leadership failure that I've ever witnessed. And as you said, like the, the owner itself, he wasn't like um, a person that was so pleasant to work with. And I like your mentality, like, okay, it's, it's harder to work in this environment, but I take it like as a learning experience, uh, double down on it and work and grow because it will put some pressure on me and it's a healthy pressure. But if after doing all that stuff, and I guess it wasn't just you, it was also the, the rest of your colleagues, when the it business bought, sad, got bought. Right? We yes. became seven people working together to grow something. You become like a family. You know, yeah. like we lunch together every day. I mean, we would go and see each other's kids and, and we had Christmas parties. Like we're talking a very tight-knit group of people that were just completely like marginalized and, and disappointed. And, and literally had 
um, personal connections that were damaged as a result of this. It was, oh it, it was un unbelievable. But fortunately, I was able to, to, to land on my feet at Login BSI as a result. But yeah, I think it's, it's a very interesting um, scenario. No, and when you have like a team, as you said, like each of your colleagues went on and became even more successful afterwards, it yeah. means it's, it wasn't them, it was the company itself. And the company should look like, look, if I'm losing star employees all the time, there's something wrong here. They didn't care. They didn't look at it as a failure. No, no. They just looked at it as um, uh, malcontent employees like that <laughs> oh. no and 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 literally like sh shouting at people and f and physical physical interactions it was just like completely no. inappropriate. and so the thing is it what it really taught me is like do your due diligence right like find out yes. what you're getting yourself into and also like <laughs> take care of your team like take care of them they they are the ones that are doing the hard work really yeah, and they should be like a part of your family, extended family, but still a part of your family. But don't tell me that that company is still growing. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't follow up. Um, I know that they churn through employees. I know that their their glass door reviews are largely negative. I know that they ran a PR campaign where they responded to every single negative post and said, "We're doing leadership courses to learn okay. how to fix this problem." But the problem was so apparent, you know, which kind of indicates that they learned nothing in seeing all of these people. <laughs> yes. It's just, it's all for show, like. Uh, and based on all your experiences until now, good and bad, what would be your leadership philosophy? So leadership philosophy, um, I would say like treat everyone fairly right? Like we're all human beings. We're here, we're working because we have to, to a large degree, right? A lot of us are really lucky in that we get to do what we love, but some of us are here because we have to. And so like, don't take, don't take the human element out of things, right? Yes. Um, process things before you make decisions. Like I can't tell you the amount of times where I've just been like, oh, I'm so clear that this is what happened. And then I just dig and I dig and I dig. And then I'm in my my perspective is a whole 180, right? So never just assume that the way that you look at something the first time is, is the ultimate um, way that things kind of transpired. And then like, st stay a step ahead, right? Like if you're, if you are literally leading the charge, like you need to have an eye out over the horizon. You need to be investigating ways to compel and move your teams forward and move your business forward. That's really good. And I, and I like, um, especially the second step about processing things and getting all the, all the pieces of information, because sometimes um, in a team of four, three people can come and say something and then you don't get the full picture because the fourth has like a missing piece. And when you find out it's already too late, you made some decisions that you might regret afterwards. Uh, that's why it's important to communicate and find out everything as much as possible and then take a solid base on the decision. And Andre, that's such a great point, right? Like a lot of times the way that we interpret something, the first pass is the way that we like emotionally respond to it, right? Like yes. the first time we look at it, we might be like, oh my God, like I can't believe that person would do that, right? 
But then you're like, yes. okay, well, what happened? Let me, let me step back. Let me walk back the steps, right? And you find out you're like, oh my God, like I missed this whole entire thing. And if I had just been like, you're an idiot, you did this wrong. Like <laughs> no. you, you can't, you can't take that back, you know? Exactly. And it ruins relationship. It's hard to build them and it, you can waste them in a couple of seconds and you start, you have to restart rebuilding it all. You're right. Yeah. And um, for aspiring leaders, what would be your top three leadership tips you have for them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so take notes, right? Like what I've noticed is that like, as I've kind of moved up, like the volume of things that I'm involved with increases, right? So details yes. lost very quickly, right? So take notes and make sure that you follow up on things. Um, you control the outcome. Right, good or bad. If the outcome's bad, you're still as responsible for it, right? It doesn't matter who's to blame, but it warrants looking into, right? And then lastly, yes. like find find a mentor, right? Like my career, I'm 33 years old, has been drastically accelerated by the fact that I've surrounded myself. I've been fortunate enough to to find and surround myself with the right people. So find someone that takes an interest in you. And, and is in, in what you are passionate about. And it will accelerate your career in ways that you never imagined um, before. Oh, yeah. The last tip, like for anybody listening here, finding a mentor is really important. Even if you're super shy, just go and find a person that personally you can relate to and it has a style that you can emulate and it's easy to, to pick up stuff from that person and my my first mentor Harvey Brody he helped me like a lot and and business and I'll mindset. Mine, uh, so his name is Richard Scannell. Richard Scannell, see, and just reach out to them. People want to help you out. That's something I uh, I found out by talking with him. It's it's not a big thing. <laughs> well, you know what? Also, like me being in the position that I'm in now, like I have an acute interest in finding other people like me and helping them too. So like I'm on the, the um, career advice uh, sign up for LinkedIn. So you can find me on there. If you want to, if you want to ask me questions about how I got to where I was, um, there's actually web apps now. I'm, I'm on this thing called yes. get a peek. I don't know how to say it actually, but like you can sign up for mentor profiles and people can actually book some of my time to talk about things. So I'm just saying like people, in that position are interested in finding you as well. So don't, like you said, Andre, don't be shy. Like <laughs> Exactly. And uh, Brian has like a really generous offer here. Uh, if you're looking for a mentor, reach out to Brian. And if you jive together, because it's important to have uh, inter in common interest. Exactly. Uh, it's, not, it's not just professional. It goes, uh, mentoring experience goes beyond professional. It's personal. Uh, you become like a sort of family, actually, by when you go through the process. So it's really intense in a way. Well, Brian, we're, we're at the question that I like the most, which is what is the book that had the most profound impact on you? So maybe I'm going to sound uneducated here, but I, I don't know that books have the greatest profound effect on me, honestly. I mean, I learned well, it does. I learn stuff through them. Like I'm learning um, a book right now. It's called Guns, Germs, and Steel. Uh, it won a Pulitzer. Ah, yeah. It's, it's a compression of the human history of man within 500 pages. It's quite fascinating. 
But what I was going to say, and I thought about this, the, the thing that's had the largest impact on me recently is I'm actually taking a course on Coursera called The Science of Happiness. It's a, it's a Yale course. Um, I don't remember the name of the instructor, but basically I'm a, I'm a science, I'm a data kind of person, right? Like that's nice. I, I live my life on data. And so the, the concept is this, that now in the course of history, we have more data on, on what makes someone happy than we've ever had before. There's been studies, sure you know, blah, blah, blah. So basically what she does is she takes all of the data and she comes up with these conclusions and she creates a scientific experiment that you participate in during the course of the class to see whether or not by doing the things that she specifies, you can become a happier person. And the conclusion largely is by yes, you can. And I think that this is quite interesting because if we had a happier society generally, and I tell people about yes. this, right, then I think that as a, as a whole, as a society, we kind of rise up. And so I don't have a favorite book that's influenced me, but hopefully that kind of uh, is interesting. But the course sounds really cool. I, I would have to check it out now. <laughs> sounds really, really cool. Is. Uh, and Brian, if people want to find out more about you, where should they go? Uh, the same place everyone should go, LinkedIn, right? Uh, business cards yes. are obsolete. You can't, <laughs> you can't reach out and touch someone through their business card. You can't update it. You can't change companies. You can't get updates about interesting and compelling events. So find me on LinkedIn, Brian Martinovich. I'm at Login BSI. Lots of connections, so I should be quite easy to find with my unique last name. <laughs> yes, do reach out to Brian, and I'm sure you're going to learn lots of interesting stuff. And it's been a pleasure having you on the show, Brian. It's been Thank absolutely you. my pleasure, Andre. Okay, bye. That was today's episode. Tune in daily. Rate, like, subscribe and share please. Oh, you can find further info and materials in the show notes on techyleadership.com, including links to the guest book recommendations.